Welcome to the Be That One Mom podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Jo Payne. This is a podcast where I teach you not only how to become a virtual assistant, but the things that go outside of your business, mindset, spirituality, motivation, basically anything that I can help you to become the best version of yourself. That one mom that makes bank and lives life to the fullest. I am so excited to dive in with you. So let's get started. Hello. Oh my goodness. I am so excited that you are here. My name is Sarah Jo Payne. Be that one mom on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all the places. You can just call me Sarah. You can drop the Joe. You can drop the Be That One Mom. I'm Sarah. We're here to hang out, and I am so stinking excited um, that you are listening to this episode because this is my story. This is how I got from making zero dollars, being so far in debt it wasn't even funny, from my husband losing his job, me shutting down two businesses. It's it's a wild ride, and we'll get all into it, but I'm going to tell you how I got from that place to making $10,000, $20,000 and beyond every month as a virtual assistant, and I'm going to cover the whole story, and just so you know, looking forward, what you can expect is tactical ways on becoming a virtual assistant and what that looks like and how you do that, but not just that. I'm not just going to be a podcast where I'm going to tell you this is how you do these things. Like, no, that's not how we're going to roll. We are going to dive into mindset because that is such a big piece of anything that you want to make happen in your life is mindset. We're going to dig into tips on how to do all of this. Yes, but mindset, motherhood, relationships, friendships, you name it, we are going to talk about it here. Because I want you to be that one mom that does whatever she wants in her life and feels so good doing it, okay? So, my story. Well, I won't go all the way back to the beginning, but I'm sure I'll sprinkle in little fun facts about how I was growing up. But at this current point, I am a mother of two amazing children. They are, they're older, (laughs) They're um, at the time of this recording, they're 12 and going to be eight in just a couple of days, which is, I don't even understand. I don't understand how I'm this far into my motherhood journey, but yet here I am. So I'm a mother of two. They're amazing. I, oh, they are, they are amazing. Challenging. Cause if you're a mom, you know, but they are amazing. And then I am married to my favorite person in the entire world. Um, we have been together since 2009. He, Kyle, he is everything to me. So anytime I reference my husband, his name is Kyle. He's literally the love of my life. He's the best. Okay. So that's it. I'm disgustingly in love with my husband and I have two awesome kids. So that's that backstory. They'll get sprinkled in everywhere all over this podcast because they are the reason that I do everything that I do. That and I really like handbags. So there's that too. Okay. So my story is I started, I had my daughter 
And I knew that I wanted to stay home with her, but financially we were not there. I was a hairdresser at the time. I worked behind the chair and Kyle was not my husband yet, but he was working at a factory. He was a forklift driver at a factory in a blast freezer. The poor guy came home with like icicles hanging off his like facial hair every day. And I stood behind a chair for hours and I didn't even have a successful hair business. I had a good clientele, but it wasn't enough to like make a living off of. So that's where we were. And then we got married and I actually, I'm not, we had Gwen before we got married, just so you know, but we, we got married and then he decided he wanted to go to HVAC school. He decided that he did not want to work in a factory anymore, anymore, but that meant I didn't get to stay home with Gwendolyn. So I would stay home with Gwen full time. I was a stay at home mom, but on nights and weekends, I would go do hair so that I didn't lose my clientele so that I had some income, but I was not going to pay for childcare. So that was where we were at when Gwen was a baby. And then he went to HVAC school. So then let's fast forward a couple of years. We wanted to buy a house. So I went back out and got another job because I was still doing hair on nights and weekends, but I needed something that was going to make me a little bit more money. So I went and became a receptionist at a travel agency for a very short stint. And being away from her, from Gwen, was just not an option for me any longer. It felt like every morning when I was getting ready for work, it felt like little pieces of my soul were like crumbling off of my heart because I just wanted to be with her. I just wanted to raise her. I wanted to I wanted to see all the things. I didn't want to miss the moments. I wanted to be there for all of it. So I had a conversation with Kyle, similar to when he wanted to quit the factory. And I just said, listen, I want to be home with my daughter. And he's like, we cannot afford to do that. We just bought this house. And I said, I understand. I want to start a daycare. I will watch kids along with Gwen so that I can stay home with her and still make money. I did all the math. It'll take like two kids to replace my income. I love kids. That's what I did whenever I went to college for a short stint. I don't have a degree in anything. If you ask my mom, I have a degree in Budweiser. But other than that, (laughs) I do not have a degree. So my mom makes that joke about Budweiser because that was pretty much, that is very correct, that... Basically, it didn't do well in college. That's when I went to cosmetology school. Anyway, I worked in a daycare when I went to college, so I knew I enjoyed being around kids. I love kids, and that's how it started. And I did that daycare. I grew it. I started with one little girl, very quickly got to two, and then to three. And then before I knew it, I was hiring an assistant to help me, and Because I had gone to college, which is so funny because I went to college and got this very little amount of credits (laughs) that I did get outside of those awesome Budweiser points, I had the core or I had enough course credits to have what DCFS in Illinois considers 
enough education to be an early childhood specialist. So I was able to open what they call a group home daycare, which meant I had 16 children, 12 of them being under the age of five and four of them being after school program children. So 16 kids total, two employees. And I, for the longest time, had the time of my life. It was so fun. It was so fulfilling. It was, it covered, it put us in a financial situation that was so wonderful. And everything was great until it wasn't. That mentally can take a really big toll on you when you do that for so long. It it really does take a mental toll on you. But it was also again, that freedom piece, that piece of the puzzle where I wasn't getting to call the shots. I wasn't getting to do what I wanted to do. I DCFS was saying when I could and couldn't be open, when I could and couldn't, I had to do all of these things. And it started to feel like I didn't have any freedom. And I wasn't spending time with my kids the way I envisioned it. And I started looking for another way to work from home that would make me the money, that would do all the things and would fulfill me and give me just me and my kids back. You know, like I love every one of those daycare kids as if they are my own And I held that for them because I loved them so much. But there was just this point where it was just, I needed my babies back and I needed my home back and I needed my body back. You know, like how many times, you know, like up and down and changing diapers and carrying and, you know, consoling, you know, meltdowns. It was just, it was time. It was so time. My son was approaching kindergarten and Kyle and I made the decision that May the May that my son was getting ready to go into kindergarten, I was going to be done with daycare. That was going to give me the whole summer. And I, at the time, was with a network marketing company and was doing very well. We were doing very well with network marketing. I had, you know, a big team. There was constantly money coming in every single day. It was so great. And we were just like, wow, you know, this is really going well. They're paying for our car payment. I've gone on trips. Like I'm getting recognized. Like my team's growing. Like this is fantastic. This is great. This is sustainable. I went ahead and made the announcement in March of 2020 that I was going to be leaving my daycare job and pursuing network marketing full-time. And then like a couple of weeks later, everything shut down. Do you remember COVID? Do you, do you remember when like everybody had to be put inside of their homes and no one was wearing makeup and it just so happens that the network marketing company I was with strictly sells makeup and nobody wanted to wear makeup. They were home and my business tanked, but I had already severed all the ties. And I knew, especially after having that break of like, it's quiet. <laughs> like I, this is not, this is not what I want to do anymore. 
So that stunk. But my husband had this really great job. And we were both just kind of like, it's okay. Like, we'll figure it out. Like, he still went ahead. And this was 2021. We still went ahead and we shut down the daycare. And he was working for a a gas station chain as their HVAC technician. And he, he had a great job. So it was just like, it's fine. We'll figure it out. And then they let him go. And all of a sudden, it was just like, okay, okay, this is where this is where we're at. And we decided that he was going to start his own HVAC business. And I was just going to... Dinner time burnout. Let's talk about it. Let's address it. Let's get real about it. It's awful. I used to be the queen of meal planning. I used to plan an entire month at one time. Then my children got older, life got busier, and then meal planning just went out the window. And then I started getting food out of a window. Been there, you've been there. No more. About a year ago, my family decided that HelloFresh, who is actually a sponsor of this podcast, the way that I wanted to go. I got one box and I was hooked fresh ingredients. And I'm not even joking. All you have to do is get on an app, look at pictures. You will drool over these pictures. They look so yummy. They send you the ingredients, the meat, everything you can think of pre-portioned, pre-packaged with directions. You don't think the rest is done for you. It is amazing. It's life-changing. I don't know how I ever lived without it. So if you want to try a free box for yourself, then visit be that one mom that makes bank.com slash HelloFresh, and I will send you a free box of HelloFresh. Well, I won't do it. HelloFresh will, but it's also in the show notes. But it's be that one mom that makes bank.com slash HelloFresh. I'm going to keep pushing and pushing and pushing through for that network marketing to just, it would pick back up. I mean, everybody was out and about. We just believed it was going to pick back up and it never really did. I am still with that company to this day. I love them. I love their makeup. I love their skincare products. I swear by unique. I swear by them. I will be with them forever. (laughs) Like I love, I love unique. It just, it's never gotten back to that level that it had once been at, which is fine. But In the mix of all of that, why I tell you all of the backstory is because I told you we were in debt. And when I say we were in debt, I'm saying between credit cards, between our house, between our car, between everything, it was like over $200,000 of debt. Like when you counted up every penny that we owed somebody that we did not have because we were looking at our self-employment and going, oh no, (laughs) like we have a lot we have a lot against us and it sucked. It sucked. But we had this feeling that it was what we needed to do, that he needed to go ahead and he needed to do his own thing. And I was going to figure it out. And our cute little idea was real cute. And some months it worked out really great. And then other months 
it didn't. It didn't. And we got, whenever we were at our peak, it was like 2019 when we were at our absolute peak. My makeup, you know, Unique was popping. He was able to take side jobs. So he had his really good job. Plus he was able to do work on the side. I still had the daycare. We were thriving. And so we had bought this amazing camper and this awesome truck. And we had like, we were making our dreams come true. And have you ever been in the process of your dreams coming true and just be like, oh my gosh, this is so amazing. And then something so unexpected happens and it all falls apart and you just, you fall apart and you like feel like you're genuinely at rock bottom because (laughs) you are. (laughs) Like you are at rock bottom, you're in debt, you don't have guaranteed income at all, like all those things stacked up against you. So we had to sell that camper and we had put it online and I had made, this was in December and I had made the decision that if I did not find something to do online that could make me the kind of money that Unique had been making me that I was going to have to go get one of those awful or quote unquote real nine to five jobs where you're trading your time for money and in a way that is just not the way that I wanted to do things. And freedom is so important to me. So I was listening to a podcast and heard a call to action that somebody was looking for a virtual assistant. And I was just like, what is a virtual assistant? What does that mean? And her name is Allie Reeves. And she mentioned, you know, like the tasks, what the person would be doing. And I was just like, hold on, hold the phone. I can do what? I can make money doing things that I'm good at. Are you kidding me? So I applied for the job and it was so fun. It was, it, it's, I am so thankful for that whole experience because I interviewed, it was great. It got down to me and one other girl and it was a Friday evening and Allie had let us know that she was going to let us know Friday evening. And it just so happened that that Friday evening that she was going to tell us who got the job was the same exact day that somebody was coming to pick up the camper that we had sold. And we had to go clean it out so that it was ready for the person to pick up. And when I tell you this camper was my prized possession, it was my prized possession. And letting it go hurt so bad because it was the last piece of that life that when my dreams were coming true, it was the last piece that I had and it was going to be leaving. And it, it hurt. It hurt so bad. So I'm sitting in that camper 
packing up the last of the things already on the verge of like a mental breakdown, but I was like, it's fine. I'm going to get that job and, and I'm going to become a virtual assistant and everything's going to change and everything's going to be great. And then I get this message from her that tells me I didn't get the job that I didn't get the job. It came down to another woman who had experience because at the time I had zero, zero virtual assistant skills, none. I just knew that I could do it because it's, I shouldn't say anyone can do it, but pretty much anybody can do it. If you have, you know, if you consistent, if you can show up, if you can do all the things and you'll learn all about it in upcoming episodes, but I just, it's not something that's hard, but sometimes people want experience and I had it. I just didn't have the confidence that I, that I had it. So she tells me I didn't get the job, that somebody with more experience, she was going to move forward with them. And I got that message and I listened to it. Our kids were inside. My husband, Kyle, and I were out in the camper and I looked at him and I fell to the floor on that camper and I started sobbing and I just said, what am I going to do now? Like the rock bottom of rock bottoms for me, <laughs> you know, like it losing your prized possession, not getting the job that you thought was going to change everything. Like it was absolute rock bottom for me, you know, like it was hard. And I cried and then I got myself up and I said, okay, well, this is where I'm at. But I know that this is something that I can do. And I know that it's like an option for me out there. And so I'm going to figure out how to be a virtual assistant because I know that's what I want to do. And I locked myself in my, I had an office at the time because I had built it, built one for unique. And I went down in my office. It was, it's hilarious. I called it an office at the time. It was a room with a desk in it and that's it. It was not an office. It was just a room with a little $99 Amazon desk that I put on an Amazon credit card because I didn't have any money. And I pulled out a journal and I poured my soul into that journal. I wrote everything that I was feeling, the sadness, the anger, the embarrassment, the fear, all of it. I wrote about everything I was feeling. This episode is being brought to you by me. <laughs> I want to help you become a virtual assistant. So with that being said, I'd like to give you something for free. All you have to do is go over to Instagram and DM me the word bank. I will then send you the five platforms I used to take my business to five figure months in just a very short amount of time. I want you to know how to get started without having to spend a penny. If you want to, 
I do have a course, but that's not why we're here. I want to give this to you. So again, just find me on Instagram and send me the word thank, and I will get you that amazing freebie. And then what was I going to do about it? What was I going to do about it? Because at that point, I had been playing the victim in everything. Everything that had happened was something outside of me. You know, it was Kyle Azine's job. It was COVID. It was, it was me not getting the job because Allie picked somebody else. It was victim mode. And I went into this place and I don't even know how to describe it. It was just this place of like, all right, well, this isn't it. Like this, this isn't, this isn't the vibe. Like this is not going to get me anywhere. Like, yes, I believe that you should feel your feelings. And yes, I believe that you should feel the sadness, but I've got to do something about this. And so I decided that day I was going to be a virtual assistant, no matter what. And I started looking on Indeed. I started Googling. I started doing all these things, trying to figure out how I was going to become a virtual assistant. I spent all day Saturday, all day Sunday. I cried some still (laughs) because it was overwhelming, but I knew that that was what I was meant to do. It just felt like it made so much sense that I could do it on my own time. I could do it on my own schedule. I could, I could do everything. I could do everything I needed to. On Monday morning, Allie messages me and she's so fun. She's so fun. She sent me this voice message and I didn't listen to it because then an arrow came through with an upward finger and it said plot twist. And then she followed me on Instagram and I was like, what is happening? So with my shaking hand, I pushed the play button and it was Allie telling me that there had been a change in plans. The other woman decided that she really didn't think that that was going to be a good fit for her and her business and that if I wanted the virtual assistant job, it was mine. I don't believe in coincidences. That happened because I believed that even though it wasn't going to be with her, that was the path for me. And I get real woo-woo. So if you don't like woo-woo-y, if you don't like anything that has to do with like spirituality or believing or anything like that, then you might not like this podcast because I do. And I believe with every ounce of my being that me making that decision that I was going to be a VA and I was going to figure this out and I wasn't going to let one no stop me. I believe every single one of those turn events, turn of events happened because I made that choice. I, I know it did. I know that's why I got that job. We still work together to this day. So I became her, uh, she, she calls me her behind the scenes boss ninja. And I 
helped run her entire company. She's an online business coach. I helped her run that exclusively for her for over a year, over a year. And the entire time that I worked for her, like for her as an employee, I just kept being like, this is it. This is, this is what you want to do. This is it. I adore her. I want more of it. Like I want clients like with an S like I want something really bigger, but I let fear hold me back for an entire year. Like I truly let fear and lack of confidence and so many things hold me back. We had a guaranteed income again. I was employee. You know, I could count on a paycheck and it was a good paycheck. And I could, I could, I think it gave me the stability that I needed and it pumped my brakes a little bit because at three months in, I was like, I can create a whole thing. And I like got so excited and then it, it didn't work out that way. It didn't work out that way because I had been like, well, I'll just take on more clients. And understandably, that didn't feel well for Allie. So we had to like figure out how we were going to make that work. Ultimately, we came to a new way of doing it. But it took me personally a full year of of rolling around with that, of wrestling around with that, of like not wanting to disappoint people, of not wanting to, you know, well, I'm just going to be honest. I didn't want to let down my family again. You know, I didn't want to put us in a position where I took away income. I didn't want to let down Allie. I didn't want to let down her clients. I didn't want to let down my parents who (laughs) they've always been proud of me, but this was the first time I felt like I had actually done something that was worth being proud of. You know, like it was there were so many things that were really hard for me to like not want to let go of that, like the title and like everything that came with that job. But ultimately I knew that like I shouldn't be keeping myself, you know, tied down that I should be, should be like doing more. Like I, I, I'm meant for more. And I don't know if you've ever felt that tug inside of you, but I felt it and I felt it so deeply. And the more I pushed it down, the more it kept trying to come back up. And I remember crying in the shower one day and just being like, why, why am I, why am I crazy? Why am I crazy? Why is this like this? Why is it that a year ago I was praying so hard for this And all I wanted was, you know, steady income and all I wanted was all the security and now I have it and I don't want it. What is wrong with me? And I hope I'm not the only person that's like, you know, like I equivalent it to like, okay, what if somebody like goes to be a doctor and they like spend all that time, all that money, all that energy to become a doctor and two years in they're like, oh no, I don't want to be a doctor. You know, like, I I hope I'm not the only person that's ever gone through that. I know I'm not. I'm not even going to say that. This episode is being brought to you by Dub Butter. 
Dubsado is an all-in-one platform that I use to seamlessly onboard my virtual assistant clients without skipping a beat. It does everything from capturing leads to scheduling your appointments to contracts, contract end dates, everything you can think of that will make your onboarding experience and your virtual assistant experience so much easier for you and your clients. You even get a client portal. So when somebody needs something, you can direct them to one place instead of 15,000. And my personal favorite part, all of your emails with your clients are in one place. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? It's the best thing I've ever done for my virtual assistant business. And I want you to try it as well. So you, there's a free trial you can try out. Just visit the link in the show notes or type in dubstado.com slash be that one mom and you can get started for free. Okay. But I was like, well, I'm nobody. You know, I'm nobody. I have the self disgusting self talk that I had was just, it was gnarly. And then I remember crying on the shower floor and saying, you know, like, why am I like this? What is going on? And I just gave it to God again. And I said, okay, if I'm meant to be a VA, which I know I am, and if I know I'm meant for more, can you give me a sign? Can you, can you show me that I'm not crazy? You know, like that I could do this and that I can stop feeling like I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing, even though I'm doing something that makes me so happy. And I'm not joking. A day later, my upline from the network marketing company, she had left, done a few different things. She reached out to me Oh, I forgot this part. So whenever I, that Saturday and Sunday, after I had told that that I didn't get the job, I reached out to like every network marketer that had a big following that I was like, they could probably use some help. I reached out to every single one of them and told them that I was a VA (laughs) and if they needed anything that they could reach out to me and I would help them. A year later, my old upline, Courtney, reached out to me and was like, hey, are you still doing VA work? And I was just like, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? The day after I asked for a sign, I got one. Again, I don't believe in coincidences. I believe in the full-blown woo-woo, and it was, it was no coincidence. So I played around with that for a little bit. There was a lot of fear. There was about a month of, again, fear and talking back and forth and negotiations and trying to figure out what that would look like and what was I going to do for Allie and how was that going to go and I'm going to let her down, but I want to be big. And I like it was just this cluster F in my brain of like, what am I doing? And then five minutes later, I'd be like, you have to do it. Like there was just this little voice in my head that was like, you have to do it. You have to do it. You have to do it. So ultimately I decided to go out on my own. I told Allie expecting 
like, I don't know what I thought was going to happen. I do this every time. I think that the way I think something is going to go is like the world's going to explode and everyone I love is going to get put in like a bird cage hanging over a fire pit if I make the wrong decision. Like that's the way my brain works. It's not, it's not okay. We're working on rewiring it. Get It's a work in progress. It's like I got a dateline mind up in here. Anyway, it went beautifully and she just went ahead and hired me as a freelancer VA. And <laughs> I can genuinely say that I have never been happier. And, you know, my first month in business was <laughs> insane. It was, I, it was $18,000 that I made my first month in business. Now, please believe not every month is like that. Please believe not every month is like that. And since then I've hired more girls. I've hired, a, you know, I've hired a full team. I have lots of support, lots of, lots of expenses, <laughs> but I love it that way. I wouldn't change anything. And I know that's going to be so fun to like I'm at this point where we're consistently making good revenue in my business. And so I'm really excited to take you guys along the journey of growing that, of teaching you how to become a VA, of leaning into like the woo woo wee stuff. You know, like I want to do an episode where I share with you everything that I journaled, like, and like a step-by-step blueprint for you so that you can know how to do it. Like I want to share everything. I don't want to be put in this box of like, I'm just going to teach you how to be a VA. I want you to know I'm going to teach you how to encompass and really build a whole business that you're in love with. And I want to also say that having a business that you're in love with does not mean that every day is perfect. And it definitely does not mean that every day is easy. So I wanted to definitely make sure that you knew that, but it's worth it. It's definitely one of the best decisions that I've ever made. And I thank God every single day that I took the time to believe in myself, that I am showing up here. And I truly pray every single day that I can help people. Because that's what I want to do. That's what I swear I was meant to do is to help people, not only business owners, but I was meant to help women just like you who are in the same position. You might not be as rock bottom as I was, but in that same exact position where you know there's more for you, where you know that there's something more out there and you're not doing it. And I want to help you do it. And I know that it might not be that you're a virtual assistant forever, but what if it's, what if it sparks something else inside of you? You know, like that, that's just so exciting to think about. Or what if my podcast helps you, you know, break through some way spiritually, or what if it helps you break that through some way with motherhood or with your finances. Like, I don't know. I'm just so excited to see where this, where this goes and how I can help you. 
It's so exciting to think about. It's just so exciting to think about. So in a nutshell, that's my story. (laughs) In a nutshell, that's my story. So I'm really looking forward to getting to know you. I do actually have a couple of things I want to let you know about. I have a course that you can take. We have it open 24 7, 365 days a year. You can pop in there. It is a course, it's self paced. You can take it at any time. And it is basically a blueprint that's going to walk you through how to become a virtual assistant from setting up your back office to finding clients, contracts, you name it. We've got it in there and you can join at any time. And it actually also comes with a Facebook group where you could ask questions, live trainings. It's the bee's knees, if you ask me. That's called Bank Making Mama. So if you're interested in that, it's always, always, always going to be in the show notes. And if you're ever wanting to start with something free, if you're just like, I don't have any money, I can't even, because I've been there, done that, girlfriend, comment on Instagram. Find me on Instagram. Send me a DM. Send me the word bank, B-A-N-K, and I will send you my free checklist on how I took my business to five figures. So the five platforms that took my business to five figure months. And I think that if it, if you're wanting to do a DIY situation, that is the option for you. And then of course, along the journey, I'll, we'll evolve, we'll sprinkle in more, we'll do all the things. But I wanted to tell you about those two options because I'm really proud of them and they, they really do make me very happy and very happy to share them. So with all of that being said, I'm going to go and I will see you in the next episode. Bye.